on ABC Radio Adelaide, South Australia and Broken Hill, you're listening to Sonia Feldhoff. Sonia. If you're in the unfortunate position of needing to find a job right now, maybe you lost your job, maybe you're on job keeper or job seeker, uh, and for many people it's also a time to look at different areas of employment. But whatever it comes to, you probably want to sit down and write a new resume, an updated resume. And you might be tempted to just do exactly as you have in the past, list the places you've worked, use the character references you've had before, talk about the different jobs uh, you've been involved with in those responsibilities. But you're being encouraged to change it up, to say, when it comes to your resume, at least, it's time to be bold. What does that mean? And what should you be including? Well, Mark LeBusque is a leadership consultant. Hello, Mark. Hey there, Tonya. Nice to um, be on your show. What's the reason that you say now's the time to be bold uh, above, over and above any other time uh, when you're looking for work? Well, I think, you know, we're in I call unprecedented times. And um, I think at the moment, uh, with some industries simply shutting down and people looking for work, as you said, as you introduced this, um, being bold is really about starting to look at what I call your human or transferable skills as as the things to stand out in your CV rather than the technical skills. Now, that's hard to do because, you know, we are um, traditionally sort of wedded to our technical skills, which get us promoted and get us jobs. So I think the boldness comes from just going down a different path at the moment. Those technical skills are also easily identifiable, aren't they? You can say, I've done this, I have this, I have the certificate for, um, whereas perhaps getting those other qualities you're talking about takes a little bit more thinking and... And, and assessing. Absolutely. And, and look, I think that's part of, um, I guess I, I call it the uniqueness of, of the skills that people have. It's, it is easy for, you know, for me to say I'm a qualified, as I was a qualified primary school teacher, so I could go and do that sort of work. But then if I sat down and looked a little bit deeper at, at some of the other things, whether it's around, you know, flexibility and adaptability or resilience and some of these things, they're not as easily, um, I guess, they're not as easily picked up by by someone who's, rec- who's maybe recruiting you or going to employ you. But I think it's about getting some time to sit down and, and, and think about what are those, what I call, we traditionally call them the soft skills, Sonia, but I like to call them either the transferable or human skills, thinking more about what are those things that have allowed you to, um, you know, to, to thrive in your job, not just based on your technical competence. Give us some examples, if you can, because this might feel quite different to what most people are are used to. Yeah, look, uh, a couple of the ones that I really like. One is um, is the ability to influence, and um, you know, I think this comes over time when you're working. Um, so, to get work done, it simply just doesn't happen because you're technically good. So. People thinking about how did they get work done in the workplace they were in, and usually it's because they've had an ability to influence, and, and that comes from actually also building strong connection and deep relationships with people. So, again, these things usually you don't get measured on them, but their influence, um, deep connection, um, things like adaptability, resilience, I say creativity, uh, would be the sorts of things people want to start to think about. Why will that make a difference in your resume? Why would the, uh, an employer be more likely to take notice of those things? Well, I think um, the, the world of work has been turned on its head in the last 12, 12 to 13 weeks. And because 
there are so many people out there on the market now looking for work, I think employers are now looking at um, some uniqueness in, in who they're bringing in. So it's not just going to be about um, you know your technical skills in a particular um, vocation, but I think the smart employers at the moment, some of the ones I've been talking to, have been saying we're getting underneath the, the what you did as your job and we're really starting to talk to people about how did you get things done? What was it about you that allowed you to to be successful in the work you did. Um, and and they're really starting to pick that up because, look, the, the, the marketplace is saturated with great humans at the moment looking for work. And I think this is, this is what smart employers are looking for, is more than just um, what's usually in the resume about, you know, the technical work. Uh, if you're listening to this and you've perhaps tried this in the past, maybe looking at some of these transferable skills, how did it work out for you? one three hundred. Triple two eight nine one, or you can text on zero four six seven nine double two eight nine one. Are you easily, if you think about the job that you do or have done, can you think about those different, those different and transferable skills? Does that come easily to you? Because it might, I'm guessing, Mark Labusque, take a little bit of uh, practice to start looking at those skills. Well, it does, and I think you know, because we, uh, I guess, we're so caught up, Sonia, in in traditionally the way we got work was just by being, as I keep saying, technically good. This is going to make you stop and think, I just need to sit for a moment. You know, maybe some people sitting today on a, on a public holiday looking at their resume, they could be starting to think about things like, what would other people say about me? So rather than me trying to do this work all myself, what would someone who knows me well, who I've worked with, or someone who knows me outside of work, what would they say about me? So that's one way of, of looking at it. Um, the other one I like is this whole idea of um, what's unique about you? What are some of the things that, that you know about yourself? And that takes something that we don't practice a lot is, is heightening our, our self-awareness, just just around what we bring, not just in the workplace, but what we might bring outside the workplace because these, these skills are uh, transferable skills or human skills can be used whether you're at work or whether you're at, at home. So these are the sorts of things I think that that people should be thinking about rather than just, oh, you know, I worked for um, some corporate business as a sales manager for 10 years. So those sorts of things aren't going to get you a job if you in, in today's climate where you're looking for um, potentially moving the sort of job that you're in. So I think self-awareness is really important. Is this particularly true if you try and change careers? Absolutely. Um, and yeah, this is one of the challenges. We, when we start to get stereotyped or, or pigeonholed into the types of roles that we've been in. Um, I know in my career, Sonia, I worked in about five or six different departments and the big challenge was always to think, how do I move from a particular department? I was in sales and I moved into HR and I'd been asked for some time if I'd like to go in there and I told them that I didn't think I was qualified because I didn't have the necessary university things. But then we talked about it and you know, the sorts of skills that I'd build in other areas. Um, you know, communication, um, again, these things around curiosity, creativity, they could work in, in any number of um, specific sort of job roles. So I think that's a big part of it, for sure. Mm. Um, Mark, when it comes to um, getting those things read by those who are doing the employing, um like, it sounds good. I'm just wondering how likely you are to get someone even reading that resume beyond the fact that you haven't got the basic skills. Because sometimes there are so many resumes that come in, and I know people who employ people who say, you know, I've got to, like, weed people out 
in one way and often you narrow down to people who've just got the, the requisite study areas, for instance, and then they look deeper. But if you're part of that wider group, you're gone before they even read the rest of your resume. Yeah, look, I think um, the old algorithm type situation as well, where they're looking for keywords and recruiters and these sorts of things, I think that even for people that are employing, so managers or HR departments that are employing people, they need to start to look past, I guess, those robotic processes and look more at the human being. And now how do you get read? I think you've got to start, this is where boldness comes in, I think you've got to start with a really a really bold statement around you know, what you believe in. And, and, you know, in this article that I wrote um, that I think um, I was talking to Kate about, the producer there, was just I started with an I believe statement and it was sort of, you know, along the lines of um, believing about the importance of building, you know, deep connection with people helps business to succeed. So starting with something a little bit, a bit different and a bit bolder, I think is the way to go. Because what you're going to be up against um, if, if, employers are starting to look outside the, the traditional thing, you're going to be up against people who are writing the same things. In fact, I had a resume sent to me by someone who read this article and and I went back to them straight away and I said, you need to be you need to be unique and bold. At the, at, at the very front, your first statement needs to, to set you apart from the others that will come in. Mm. Got a text from someone who says emotional intelligence is so underrated. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, self-awareness, emotional intelligence, all of these things that we've referred to as, as soft skills have all of a sudden become um, really prominent in, again, in this last three months as people are looking for, not just lost their jobs and looking for more work, but in their current job and have had to start to work in a different way. They're all starting to come to the fore. So um, these are some things that, again, employers need to start to look at in um the only way you can get that across, that emotional intelligence across and that self-awareness is to be bolder in, in, in the way that you present yourself and position yourself to a potential employer. Um, Derek called to say he doesn't think employers would take a chance on someone who hasn't done the job before. Do you reckon you could shake an employer out of uh, that sort of malaise with a, a really bold statement? Oh, look, I think, I think you can. I, I've seen examples of it. I do coach a few people who want to move careers, they want to move a career path. And it's like, well, you've got to go with something bolder. And there are people out there that are starting to look at this. You know, soft skills or human skills or transferable skills are becoming something that um, organisations are looking at a lot more closely. And you know, there will always be the traditional ones, Sonia, I get that, that we'll just look at it and go, we just need to hire for, to, to put a square peg into a square hole. And if, if, if and, they, and that's okay, but there are going to be some that'll be looking for something a little bit different now that um, that things have changed. I was just going to say, is there anything about this time uh, that makes this different from any other time in employment uh, history? Well, um, one thing I've noticed in the last three months is that um, humans have just had to get on with it. it. You know, they've had to work from home or wherever they're working from now, and, and just get on with it. And it's not. The work has happened really well, not just because they they know their technical stuff. It's because they've actually had to tap into um, their human skills, and it's and again, it's about um, the, the connections that they've had to build at a deeper level. They're literally opening themselves up and their world at, at home up to other people. I think those sorts of things are showing that it's different. Um, I think people taking initiative. Some of the things I'm hearing is it's not 
not all the direction at the moment is coming from the top. It's it's people who have stepped up and taken initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, have really been, I'm going to say, almost pseudo pseudo managers or pseudo leaders in in the other times that that people had flocked to, and all of a sudden they're becoming um, the go to the go to people in businesses. So there are things like that that are changing. Um, it's definitely changing at the moment. So I, I often say to people that leadership can happen anywhere in a business, and I think we're seeing that now as people tap into their into their human skills. Well, if you are or have been spending your long weekend uh, working on your resume, trying to prepare yourself for new job opportunities, maybe bear some of these things that Mark LeBusk has in mind uh, for your job. Um Mark is a leadership consultant. Uh, Thanks for joining us today, Mark. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on.